This message comes from NPR sponsor Carvana, who wants you to know that you can shop for your next car the convenient way, 100% online with Carvana. Carvana has thousands of vehicles that'll fit all sorts of budgets. Visit Carvana.com to shop for vehicles the convenient way. Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Willman. Republican voters in Iowa will have a choice to make when Monday's primary caucuses begin. Stay warm at home or brave the frigid temperatures brought by a powerful winter storm to cast their primary votes. Remember, caucuses are held in person at a specific time. There's usually no way to absentee vote. And so because caucus night is likely to be sub-zero weather across much of the state, it's very likely that some voters who would otherwise come just will not want to brave the cold or won't be able to. You know, this system has gotten its share of criticism for being tailored to people who have jobs and family situations that allow them to caucus at night, and in many cases who are physically able to do so even in winter weather. That's NPR's Sarah McCammon. Because of the deep freeze underway in Iowa right now, many candidates canceled in-person events on Friday. Friday and Saturday, and some opted instead to hold last-minute campaign pitches online. Stormy weather is covering a large portion of the U.S. right now, with life-threatening conditions gripping parts of the Midwest. Iowa Public Radio's Sheila Brummer reports from northwest Iowa, where a blizzard warning stretched into a second day on Saturday. Winds howl, creating whiteout conditions in Sioux City, where Patrol Officer Rick Kenneman checks for drivers stuck in snowbanks. The community saw almost 20 inches of snow after several days of storms. The inside of my vehicle says it's minus 10 out right now, so it's obviously very dangerous conditions. Even more hazardous is the wind chill, which could reach 45 degrees below zero. The National Weather Service expects the Arctic blast to continue into Tuesday. For NPR News, I'm Sheila Brummer, Sioux City, Iowa. The state of Texas blocked U.S. Border Patrol officers from performing a rescue operation Friday night to save the lives of a migrant woman and two children drowning in the Rio Grande. As Texas Public Radio's Dan Katz reports, the three migrants died, and the circumstances leading to the deaths has Texas Democrats blaming Republican Governor Greg Abbott. The drownings occurred across from Shelby Park in Eagle Pass, which Abbott seized earlier this week in an effort to make it more difficult for migrants to cross. On Friday, the Justice Department asked the Supreme Court to intervene for Border Patrol to regain access. Hours later, Border Patrol agents nearby learned that a group of migrants were in distress. After unsuccessful phone calls to Texas officials, they drove over to Shelby Park, according to Congressman Henry Cuellar. The Texas military said that they could not grant access even in emergency situations. The Texas military department said it did a search but did not find anyone and later saw Mexican authorities responding to a situation. The White House said it is still gathering the facts, but it should not have been Abbott's agents conducting the search or blocking federal access. I'm Dan Katz in San Antonio. Former Secretary of State John Kerry is leaving his White House post as climate envoy later this winter. He's expected to work on President Biden's re-election campaign. You're listening to NPR News. Taiwan elected current Vice President Li Qingdo on Saturday to be the island's next president. In the lead-up to the election, Beijing had called him a separatist and a troublemaker. But as NPR's John Ruich reports, the Chinese government's initial response to the results was fairly mild. Lai Qingde of the ruling Democratic Progressive Party, or DPP, won the election by a wide margin, but the DPP lost control of the legislature. A spokesman for the office in China's government that deals with Taiwan said the result demonstrated that the DPP cannot represent the mainstream public opinion on the island. 
Beijing considers Taiwan a part of China and wants to rule it eventually. The spokesman said elections there would not impede what he called the inevitable trend of China's reunification. He said China would work with political parties and others in Taiwan to boost exchanges and cooperation. John Ruich, NPR News. Indonesia's Mount Merapi has erupted again. Scientists say an ash column is rising more than 4,200 feet into the air. Ash from the eruption is also covering nearby roads and villages. Another eruption in early December killed 24 mountain climbers. So far, there are no reports of deaths from this latest eruption. Former Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud threw for 274 yards and three touchdowns Saturday as the Houston Texans beat the Cleveland Browns in an NFL wildcard playoff game. As a rookie, Stroud had become the youngest quarterback to win a playoff game. The Kansas City Chiefs, meanwhile, pounded the Miami Dolphins 26-7. It was the fourth coldest game in NFL history, and it was so cold, Patrick Mahomes' helmet shattered on a helmet-to-helmet hit. I'm Dale Willman, NPR News.